You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. What the heck, man? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm in a state of shock from watching this guy play basketball. That's, that's wait, what wait, I'm wait in right second. now. Are man. we... Are we up? Oh, you're you're happy. I'm in a... Yeah, I'm in a state of shock coming from a good place. You? Yes, I'm... <laughs> I just thought I thought... That was the weirdest energy. Kale, am I wrong here? That, what the I'm sorry, that? man. I just... I just can't believe what I've watched over uh, the last three games. Man. All right. Well, I, I can't excitement. wrap my head around it. Okay. Speechless. Yeah. Speechless. We, we don't have the energy okay. to just be screaming and stuff tired. like that. When when we're tired like this and Jokic, just, he just gets better. Bro, I'm speechless. Bro, I'm tired. Like, this is the third game in four nights. We just sit on a couch. We're tired. <laughs> These dudes are running up and down the court. Like, we're tired of... Of sitting here, uh, dominate. But I've got to say, as always, we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Aaron Gordon lost me money tonight. I'm sure that he's gonna, he's not gonna sleep well tonight, knowing that he cost me five dollars. I think everything else or was 10, like good was. too. Like everything else was good. Yeah, my parlay might have got a little ambitious about the <laughs> score. I just thought, I don't know. I thought one or two other guys might play, you know, semi. Uh, professional basketball, but first I'll introduce the squad. I got Harrison, speechless Harrison, who I thought was sad for some reason. No, man, I'm I'm the opposite of sad. I'm I just can't believe this. Happy, I, I happy can't believe this is my fan. life. Yeah, I'm smiling through it all. Just smiling through it. And the Lakers took a massive L, not yeah. to get ahead of ourselves for ATA. I got superstar Dev. We get to experience this uh, historic run that Nikola Jokic is on, and uh, I just am blessed. To be a part of this uh, this run and just being able to to see it all in and take it all in, I mean we are blessed. Like, how many times do we say this with Yoke? Like, 
I'm telling you, there's good athletes that come through a town, like great athletes that'll come through your town, through your team. But to have a guy that you just like this good that you can honestly dream of anything you can you, you can dream seems real with him. Like you honestly, I've always said I just don't think Nuggets will ever win a championship. I don't feel that way anymore. I part of me just goes, <laughs> they got this guy that I'm like, how can I say he won't ever win one? He's so he's as dominant as anybody in the league, more dominant than anybody at times, and he is currently on his biggest heater of his entire career. I'm not kidding. This was the best three game stretch he's ever had, uh, and we're gonna get into all of that. But first, you guys know what I like to do. To start the show off, just to refresh everybody's memory. Cook, baby, happen. cook. I got to clear out for a little quick ISO here. The quick recap, and I actually need help with this one, guys. I was so – this game was actually pretty annoying at parts. Yeah. Yoke saved it. Yeah. Um, super aggressive Yoke to start. Why did he have so many points? Because he wanted to. Tonight, I don't know what happened. Maybe he was in the pregame and he looked around. He's like, these dudes are tired. They don't have – I don't know. I'm curious to find out. But he came out and cooked 13 points, six rebounds, three assists in his first eight or ten minutes, whatever it was. Just absolutely going at poor Alex Lynn, destroying him. I mean, just like he was – it was almost like he was trying to embarrass him just going at him so much. But the Nuggets couldn't pull away. For some reason, Yoke is playing perfect basketball. But Trey Lyles is destroying Davon Reed, which was very, which was a big shock. Uh, and and so Sacramento's close. Zeke Naji checked in for the first time in several games. He did, uh, and actually earned coach's trust. We'll talk about that here in a second. Second unit was terrible. Uh, they came in. Nuggets up three at the end of the first quarter, but you could feel it slipping away. And the second unit through went five minutes. They scored two points in five minutes. It was, and they played some very good defense. They were grinding. They were flying around, but their offense was just—I mean, it was—it was hard the to watch. Throwback to the second unit of earlier this it season. It really, it really did feel like that. Uh, they got rolling a tiny little bit thanks to a pair of Forbes threes. Starters checked back in. Ball was popping. It was the best team stretch of the entire game there to close out the second quarter, where they just—they went up 19, 20 points, something like that. But for the second time in three games, <laughs> the Nuggets just lost their minds. Technical fouls, turnovers, and frustration plays to end the half M turned what should have been a 15-point halftime lead down to, I think, a 10-point yeah. halftime lead, somewhere around there. And it was really dumb. Then you open up the second half with more technicals. So this The game, rare halftime tech. The rare halftime tech. So this was a game that was out of reach, and then all of a sudden you have to it turns into a grind. Um, King started doubling Jokic really hard. Reed, Davon Reed got yanked from the game in the third quarter. Michael Malone was so furious with him for missing a defensive assignment. He actually was pretty bad. He was getting cooked by Lyles and he was missing assignments. I still think Denver needed him on the court. Um, and then the Nuggets ice, uh, offense just went ice cold. That third quarter was an unwatchable quarter from an offensive perspective. Some very questionable shot selection from a lot of different guys. And the Kings rallied all the way back into the game. And the bench, they struggled again. Lead got down to seven. Jokic checked back in. Then it got down to one with seven minutes and 47 seconds. I thought Jokic was not going to play too many minutes tonight. Michael Malone's <laughs> like, we're going to lose this game if I don't get that dude back out there. Seven minutes and 47 seconds, he comes in. He plays well. The fourth quarter was probably his worst of the three quarters individually. Um, but he still made all of the plays in the clutch. When it got down to the final few minutes, he made all of them. Other than the ones that Monte Morris made to help save the game, including a, a clutch floater. Um, it, Monte Jokic two-man game really closed this one yeah. out. Did I miss anything? Austin Rivers had a big shot. He did. He did hit one. He big didn't hit shot. many shots tonight, but yeah. he did hit a big one right after he bricked a couple in a row. And the Nuggets needed like I, I I'm not gonna go over the top saying oh it was great or this or that, but they needed just guys to hit one or two shots. Like Monte was playing well, Jokic was playing yeah. well, and you're like, does anybody else have anything? And there was like just enough. I mean, votes on grades tonight. I think there's gonna be one A plus. I think there's gonna be one B plus or A minus. 
And there's going to be a whole lot of D minus and Fs. Like, I, there, there was just a lot of guys that didn't play well. Dev, what's your big takeaway? My biggest takeaway is a question. Is this the Nikola Jokic that we're going to see the, for the rest of the year? Because he really has been just so different um, as far as the way that he's attacking and his uh, aggression. He's not settling for three-pointers. Um, it, it feels like he hasn't hit a three-pointer in a long time, and he's not even really even taking them. He, he's getting right to where he wants to be. He's getting the ball a lot more. I feel like there was a, a time where other guys were trying to, you know, get involved, where he's just like, no, give me the ball. I'm going to make things happen. We're going to run through me again. And we hadn't seen that in, in quite some time. So if this is the new King Yoke that we've been seeing, like, it's over for teams. Like, really, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you could do when he can do those type of things. And also, it just feels like the team's not, like, just suffering the entire time that he's out because you just remember – it feels like he's out there at all times right now. Like right. so I think that that's really what the the difference has been is he just wants to to destroy right now and he's he's getting it done. But Harrison this the, the yoke has this level in him. He has this gear in him, but I don't think this is the best three game stretch of his career. I can't say it's going to be this is the new yoke. I mean, he's on a heater, no? He's on an absolute heater and look, you have to factor in the competition that he's playing. Like the Kings yeah. big men suck. Yeah. He just played against the Warriors yeah. team that other than Kevon Looney, they didn't really have any centers. Still, man, he is in control of the game at a level that I don't think I've ever seen a basketball player control a game at. Like LeBron, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. I've never seen another guy control a game like Nikola Jokic has controlled these last three games. Yeah, It's incredible. Um He's having a ridiculous week. I mean, it's only Wednesday. I yeah. I, I I've just the the biggest thing that's leveled up this year from last year is how he just controls the pace, the flow, the style that the Nuggets play. And these last three games, man, I again, I I've never seen anybody control a game more than he is right now. I mean, I have a a theory that you know, Yoke's an Iron Man. And this is part of his calling card is he's mentally and physically very just just tough. And I have a feeling he looked at the schedule and said four games and five nights, this point of the season where every win, every loss matters so much. And I think he's kind of like, you know what? This is a statement, not just as a, like an MVP statement. I think it might just be a statement to him, the, his teammates, to everybody of like, guys, this is who I am. Like, I know Aaron Gordon's tired. Right. I know a lot of these guys are tired, and he's like, you know what? I'm tired, too. The difference is when I'm tired, I go out and I put up 38, 15, and 10 for three-game stretches, and that's what makes him special. Yeah. And to me, I honestly feel like that's why. I'm trying to figure out why he was so aggressive tonight because we don't see that version of Yoke all the time, especially in first quarters. And tonight it was like he wanted to make a point. I honestly think that point was teammates, look at me. Mm -hmm. Remember this. I've got you. Like I need help. I need support. But just know this is who I am. I can do this when we're our backs against the wall. One of the biggest things uh, for him this year, um, and also just like one of the only things that's like, you know, bringing him down a little bit or pushing him back is like that leadership quality. I feel like he's now like stepped up in those qualities, and also he's leading by example. Last yeah. year he played the entire year without taking any you know nights off yeah. because he wants to show them like I'm willing to just sacrifice my everything for you guys. This year it's like he's leading by example in the same type of ways but it's like hey, we're tired, but we're not going to make any excuses. He doesn't he's not one of those like 
superstars that are going out there and they're talking about how much they're playing right. or how many minutes that they have to talk. go through. He does not talk. <laughs> he just he just plays and he plays at a high level every single time. And then if he does have a a, a regular game, we don't know what that looks like anymore. He's just like, hey, I missed some shots. Yeah, it's just no excuses the entire time. And when you look at the other guys on the team, those are also guys that have like had to work, you know, tooth and nail for everything that they have. So having a leader like Jokic, who's also, you know, had to start from the bottom and make his way up. Now everybody's involved. Now everybody's playing through, you know, everything that they have and they're given everything they have. So Jokic is, is a is a different type of leader. And I think that's what's standing out. Yeah. Coming into these four games in five nights, I remember I was talking with Vote on the podcast. We were saying, all right, what game are they going to rest Jokic for? <laughs> right. We always do this yeah, when do. the Nuggets come into one of these stretches. Three games in four nights, four games in five nights. When are they going to rest him? He never rests, and he goes and plays 43 minutes and wills the Nuggets to a win over the Pelicans, comes back the next night, 35 minutes, dominates the Warriors, and then tonight... And he's probably going to do it again tomorrow night. It's – I've just never seen it before. I've, I've never seen it before. If he were to rest, I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm worried. Like, he's putting a lot of minutes up. This is just – it's always tough. Like, I, I, I'm a little bit worried about that. I do – somebody put out there, like, they're not, he wasn't going to play tonight on the road and then rest at home. I'm reminded of the Timberwolves-Utah game where Denver played him when they probably should have rested him and then didn't. And I wonder if they looked at this one and were like, Sabonis out, Rashawn Holmes out. Kings are terrible. Play him, and then maybe they would rest him against a Warriors team that is going to be obviously a lot more difficult, especially the fourth game five night. But I'm with you, Harrison. I while that scenario makes sense, and maybe even in like my secret heart, I worry, I I would root for it. I I think that I just don't think he's going to rest. I think he's going to play. And they've I'm won ten of eleven. They've won twelve of fourteen. You have the chance to keep this going tomorrow before you have a tough little road trip coming up. Yeah, I mean. The Nuggets medical staff knows better than us. They have their readings on these guys. They know if they're close to their limit. They can make the call. But, I mean, I have 100% confidence he's going to come out and do the same exact thing tomorrow. That's the thing. Is like poor Kavon Looney's going to be sitting there, and he's like, bro, I just played this two, three days ago. He kicked my ass. Yeah. Like, you saw what he did to yeah. me, and now i got to go out and do that. And, look, maybe Yoke does struggle tomorrow. I mean, I, he's an Iron Man, but everybody has their limits. No? Everybody has their limits. And also – Harrison just talked about it. They're about to go on a, a tough like stretch. They've you know put together the ten and eleven. So rest them one game. Yeah. Like I, me as a coach, I would rest them um, just to just give them a night off. Um, just to say, hey, we appreciate what you've been doing. Um, you know, you shouldn't be playing this much, but when you come back, you're going to be refreshed, and and that's when you're going to like turn up and go to the next level because that's what we've been seeing after the the All Star break. He's been dominant. He's been, you know, one of the best players in the league. And there's been ups and downs, but there's really just been highs the entire time. It's just not the same yoke. So give him a night off. I think he'll be ready um, to go. Can we talk about the spin move? Yeah. Can we talk about Because this move, you guys, like, I I don't think we can play the highlight. It starts with a head fake. Like, it starts with a dribble drive. Actually, I'm sorry. Let me start over. It starts with a behind the back. Like, he first makes a move, crosses over behind his back, head fake crossover again, then goes into a double spin move that just leaves poor Jones just, like, honestly almost falls over. He's just Uh like, I mean, he gets beat on every one of these moves a little bit. And by the end of it, you could just tell this dude's like, 
what am I supposed to do? I mean, I've, I, it's funny. Uh, this is the second time now this has kind of happened. Uh, the double behind the back against no, no, no. I'm just saying going up against Damian Jones. Cause poor Damian Jones. Like, okay. seems like a good dude. Seems like a good. And he had some moments tonight where you're like, you know what? He's doing his job. In the he, fourth quarter, he he stood up to him. He, he was he, solid. He kept fighting. But this is a dude that's going up against a guy who's clowning. 38, 18, and seven. Like, what's it like to guard a guy that's got 38, 18, and seven? I <laughs> like. I honestly wonder what you're like when it's. You can't look around. You're like, guys, I, I'm doing the best I can. I'm holding him to Wilt Chamberlain numbers. And this is like in a league where, you know, you're supposed to be at the best of your – like you're at your right. peak as well, and this guy is just so much better than you. And then also, they don't double team in this league, you know, like how, how they used to. Like so you actually are just on an island, and you're just getting cooked yeah. the entire time, and you just have to just live with it. Yeah. I really would – I don't know what it would be like to, to be that type of <laughs> – Defender, where you're just getting attacked and destroyed the entire time, and I never want to be put in that situation. <laughs> I just I imagine it's lonely. That was a lot of minutes. <laughs> that was a lot of minutes to be out there on the court and just be like. I mean, there were times it, it was yeah. like seven possessions in a row that you're that he gets scored on, and you're just like. It was him and Alex Len in that first half, and what I was thinking in the first half tonight was like Nikola Jokic just broke basketball. That's yeah. what it looked like for yeah. the first two quarters of this game. I mean. Everything that Sacramento threw at him, he just countered. And it's been the story of the whole season. You can't stop him. There, there's no game plan out there that can stop him. He's always going to make the right play. He's going to score or he's going to find the open guy. And it's just a matter of if that guy makes or misses the three. But he broke basketball in the first half. If, if they doubled him, he was finding Aaron Gordon. If they didn't, he was making layups and going to the line. Yeah. It was. I'm. I'm still just speechless, man. It was in incredible. This guy's. I mean, what was your favorite of the three games? It's Probably the, the New Orleans yeah, game, man. New Orleans that game. was so, a top five game. Uh, to, to see that live, man. It was. Yeah. Oh, privilege. What a brag. This this mf -er over here. We're over here grinding away, <laughs> working our ass off while he's just sitting there. It's the one of those that on. Yeah. You definitely never in, forget. To see that as the only person here who saw it live, <laughs> I can tell you it was even it was even better watching it live. It was. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing about the first game. <coughs> kind of a B minus first three quarters. Right. But the ultimate A plus. <laughs> but it doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter. It was the ultimate because a it's one of the greatest fourth quarters in all in history. It really was. <laughs> Might have been the greatest, like statistically. You saw some of those thirty-point quarters, highest field goal. What, what's also been crazy about these three games, the efficiency. Yeah, seventy-three percent from the field. Yeah, he was off against tonight. New Orleans. Seventy-one percent against Golden State. Sixty-three percent tonight. Mm. An off night. Struggling, man. Yeah, sixty-three. And he missed a lot of bunnies. Maybe what Chris Marlowe said was the easiest shot of his career yeah. that he might have missed tonight. Yeah, Faku, I think was mad at that. By the way, there was a little Faku pass. Well, Faku and didn't play well after that. Though. It, well, like Yoke <laughs> went over to him to kind of say my bad, and it looked like Faku walked away from almost like I'm sitting here on the bench. I give you a perfect assist. Yeah. You don't give me anything. So, um, what was your favorite of the three? That first game, All right. just to see him like just reach a, a a new level, because they just needed every single you know ounce of him, and he gave it to him. Yeah. Um, to be having such a mediocre game, and then just like just flip a switch where it looks like you know they're down and out. There's no chance. Um, it looks like you know he's getting outplayed in the game, and it's just like, hey, wait a second, let me let me show you guys something. So <laughs> that first game, like, that was – and then for it to go into overtime and he even, like, goes even higher, like, there's no topping that. I, I really don't know what he can <laughs> yeah, do to top right. that unless he just dominates 
from start to finish. It was our favorite game of the regular season. One of them for Yoke. If we talk about just Yoke per specific performances, yeah. it's right up there. Um, I honestly wonder if I don't know how you would get an answer, an honest answer from Jokic about this one. But I honestly feel like his confidence level in this in his scoring is actually going up and up and up. And when you have a three-game heater like this on the heels of an MVP, on the heels of all the other stuff he does, I just wonder how this is going to serve the team. I made the point. I talked to Seth Parnow today. I made the point that Murray and Porter getting hurt, the silver lining of it was Jokic has discovered that teams can't guard him no matter who he's playing with. And you could send a double team. It doesn't matter. You better set up a good double team and maybe even a triple team. And when you do get a, and not even just this year, but even next year, you do get a Murray and a Porter back. I'm just curious, what does this team look like if Yoke plays like that in the first quarter? And then in the second, third, and fourth, you have Murray and Porter to space the court. Or, you it's know, scary. It's it's honestly terrifying because we've almost never seen it. Right. It, you know? Right. Where, where a team is so worried about Yoke that they're so compromised. And then, oh, by the way, we got these other two guys that right. can create and finish at an elite level. So. I, I'm hyped. <laughs> Jokic is incredible. <laughs> uh, we spent a whole segment on him just because we had to. I mean, what else were we going to do? Oh, is he the draft? That's Boogie Cousins. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold up. Did you get the wrong one, Kale? The DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game is Nikola Jokic. 38 points, 18 rebounds, 7 assists. He is the king of the game. That crown too small for a king our size. For, from what you said about the confidence he has in his scoring right now, like, that first quarter tonight, just the purpose and the persistence and the focus he came out with. Yes. Like every single time, I'm going to score on you, Alex Lynn. Oh every single time, I'm going to score on you, Damian Jones. I there was nothing anybody could do about it. I really wonder what, what they both were thinking. Like, especially Len early on, you come out the gate and he's just like attacking every time. I wonder, he's like, hey, I've watched your games. You're not always like, what do you do? Why me? Yeah, like, it's like Balkan Brotherhood. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Set chill. the table. Throw some throw yeah. assists. Get everybody going. That's what you like to do. What do you, yeah. Why are you scoring in the first like this? It was incredible. All right, let's hit a break. On the other side, there was one other guy that played well and a bunch of other guys that did not. We'll talk about <laughs> all of it on the other side. Oh, man. Is this Tuesday? This is Tuesday. Show, this right? is Wednesday show. Oh, Wednesday. We had Sunday-Monday games, yep. Right. Uh, sexy Pizza, guys. It's my go-to for pizza in Denver. Of course, they got a bunch of locations around the Denver area. Uh, they are located in Cap Hill, South Pearl, Jefferson Park, and Park Hill, a new location in Trinidad, Colorado that just opened as well. They've got awesome pizzas. They've got good salads. They've got good sides. The garlic knots are fire. They're also a Denver company, so they're Colorado through and through. Just like us, they've been in the Denver community for 13 years. They're as local as it gets. Uh, they've got these really cool pies that are their philanthropies. A portion of every sale from these five specialty pies is donated to a range of different nonprofits right here in Colorado. Uh, so go to www.sexy.pizza. You can order there. You can get delivery. You can pick up at any of those locations as well. Um, also... Athletic Greens. Dev, you uh, having your Athletic Greens every morning? No. I just got a new <laughs> shipment. I just got a new shipment. You, you, yeah, you're excited. eating your Athletic look, Greens. Look at me, man. Look at me. I I'm can tell. You. You're glowing. Athletic Greens. If you want to <laughs> glow like that, make sure to have your Athletic Greens. Just see me on the court <laughs> yesterday, Dev. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, it's a product that we use literally every day. Um, I started taking I Athletic like Greens because... <laughs> I want a better gut health and more energy and an optimized immune system. That's what Athletic Greens is giving me. So what is it? 
It's 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens as well. It's just a little green mix. You put one scoop in a water bottle in the morning. First thing you do, boom. Uh, it's lifestyle friendly, whether you are keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It's great for any type of diet. It's super healthy, makes you feel good. Uh, so Athletic Greens, all you got to do, visit athleticgreens.com slash nuggets, athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to get set up. Uh, they're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs as well with your first purchase. I also got to do a DraftKings pick of the week. Oh, the pick of the week. Do you have it ready to go? Or are you just no, on the fly? I don't. Gonna, I'm going to look if there's a line for tomorrow. There's no way there's a line for tomorrow. You don't think so? There's no way that there's a line for tomorrow. Come Let's on. See. How are they going to predict the game? Nuggets plus two and a half. So there were underdogs for tomorrow. Nuggets under two point underdogs. They should be, though. It's they should be. They, for, should, they be. should be. But that you know what that line tells me? They think Yoke's playing. Because if they have no yoke on a second night of a back-to-back yeah. with travel yeah. against the Warriors who are rested, like, come on. Give me man. the Nuggets plus two and a half. What? That's your pick <laughs> of the week? DraftKings pick of the week. Boom. All right. Well, to be honest, so we were going to talk about Monte, but I'm just because we're here at the DraftKings picks of the week. And Nuggets get that win. That's a statement. I mean, this is a schedule loss if there ever was one. That's a schedule loss. Nuggets might even approach Absolutely. it as a schedule loss. But if you get that one, four games... And Yoke plays again like this way. I just, I don't know if it has these residual effects, but I, it's just, it would be such an impressive, like. If we're speechless after this game. Oh my gosh. Imagine if he does this again tomorrow. <laughs> on TNT with everybody watching him. Oh, that's right. It is on TNT. Oh my goodness. Everybody <laughs> watching how, him. That, TNT a, would schedule the Nuggets on would. the second night of back to back coming from Sacramento oh back to freaking God. Denver. So Yoke's ridiculous. going to go insane. I hope He's so. He's going to go crazy. Oh my God. With everybody watching, like really that tomorrow is the game for him because well, everybody's already going to be paying attention. The numbers have been insane every single time. There's, you know, talking heads now talking about he should be the MVP or, you know, he's leading those numbers and things like that. And this is going to be a lot of people's, you know, first time in a long time, probably tuning in for the Nuggets game. So yeah. this is the opportunity for him to, like, prove it. And also it's going to be against Looney, who he has been Looney really doing bad, really doing <laughs> bad. So, like, he walks God in with speak, that. Kevin. I mean, I. We are, in my opinion, I know this sounds going to sound incendiary. I think the MVP will be won this week. And what I mean by that is Jokic has taken, in my opinion, and even talking to people, I honestly believe this. Jokic has taken the lead. And I think he should have. Like, I've been slow playing this. I think the conversation, like, I always tell people this. This stuff usually resolves itself. Remember how much we got up in arms over it last year? And then by the end, 90% of the 90 out of 100 votes were for Jokic. I feel like this year might be the same. The only difference is... Jokic just had this week that he's had, and I think everybody's taking notice. I think Embiid was a little ahead until this week. Uh, maybe. I mean, so if you look at DraftKings, then you know that certainly bears out. But but that doesn't matter. Like that stuff is all about where the bets come in. And like, so I love that one of my favorite tweets I saw on the timeline tonight was like somebody at Bag Twitter when like Jokic had the that, that sexy eight part combo move. But I I think that's the more the betting. But just talk, look, I talk to a lot of people that have votes. Like, yeah. You know, and a lot of people are like, that's Jokic's their secret. <laughs> you know, they're kind of like, it's close, but I kind of lean Jokic right now. And then he had this week, and you're like, dude, they're definitely leading him. But here's the difference you could do this, you can keep that streak going. For, if you win four out of five nights putting up these type of numbers, like, people have to be like, 
would Giannis do that? Would Embiid do that? Would DeRoz- Would any of these other guys, would they be able to do that? No. That, Jokic, this is what he does. But then on top of that, they do play the 76ers on Monday. And part of me wonders if Jokic is sharpening his claws. You know, he knows what's going to have to happen in that game. And it's like, hey, full focus, full, full energy, full scoring in that one. And that's why I say I think, it, I think the MVP award will be won this week. I think it'll be Yoke, but we'll have to see how it plays out. I mean, that is the most anticipated regular season game for Denver that I can remember in quite some time. Monday night. It's so funny that it's a Monday night. A Monday night in Philly. Uh, go figure. It's it's going to be crazy. The best part about it is, uh, and I'm sure that he's going to sit, but the Sixers are on the second night of a back-to-back. Right, right. Um, in that. So he's going to sit in that first game. He gets to come back for it for Jokic, who's going to be. You think? I, While I'm, Jokic I'm, is just scrapping and clawing hey, to get this Nuggets actually, team to a win 40 minutes a yeah, night every yeah. single what night. If, what if Yoke psychologically <laughs> setting it in Embiid's mind to play both games? So Embiid's like, well, he just played four and five. Exactly. So I got to yeah. play Sunday. Yeah. Then I got to come around and play Monday. This guy just played four and five. He just played four and five. Crap. I hate playing two God, and James, two and four. James, come on. <laughs> um, we'll see what happens. It, it should be really good. Um, there was one other player that was fantastic tonight, and it's one of my favorite players to, to talk about and give acc- accolades to. Monte Morris, a.k.a. Mr. Nugget, a.k.a. Big Game Tay, came up big once again. And, I mean, the guy just keeps doing it. It's funny. I love the Nuggets social account. Actually, pull it up if you can, Kale, at the Nuggets Twitter account. They put out a tweet, and I'm so glad they did. And it just says closers, and it's got a picture of Monte and Yoke. Mm. Can I tell you something? Murray and Jokic, that's the real real closers. Those guys, the two-man game, the way they've closed out playoff game sevens and all this is on a whole other level. Monte absolutely a closer absolutely a closer and the chemistry him and Jokic have developed is one of these things I look at and I'm like the Jokic uh, Monte closing duo is the second best closing duo on the Nuggets and it might be like the fifth best closing duo in the NBA like that's how good it has become I honestly picture Monte like when we talk about closing the game Monte Jokic it's a duo to me now I think it's a duo also and also like for Monte to just step into, uh, you know, the to try to fill a void that's left by Jamal Murray and just to have this exceptional, like, performance after performance, it, it's wild that he's not getting as much conversation that he is because, you know, no guy that started on a two-way contract is supposed to be a starter in this league that's competing every single night. Um, he's been consistent. He's been um his same self as far as like making sure that he takes care of the ball this one he had three uh turnovers and two of them came super late where the game is just out of hand where he doesn't even have to do it or this would have been just like a real monte game but he's scoring every single time they're Mm. starting to roll the i mean do the pick and roll so like he understands where to be in the offense and just how to set up everything and then also like i just feel confident every time he shoots the ball like there was a there was a time that the floater was like going away. The the, the three point shooting wasn't there. He has everything right now offensively, um, where it just it's just coming to him. And for him to put twenty points up in this game, um, with with him and Yoke really being the only bright spots for the Nuggets, and then they go out and win the game. He, he's been doing it all for the Nuggets. Yeah, he's hit a lot of big shots this year. You know, of, of course the game winner against the Warriors, and then and then this one tonight. Um, Who could have seen that coming? <laughs> I never get any credit from you guys. I can't believe it. You guys should say I get no respect around here. I get no respect <laughs> from these guys. My boldest prediction. Oh, yeah. Your boldest. Did tonight count as a game winner? No. No. <laughs> so he's still at one? Yeah. He, no, he's still at two. 
Oh, he's yeah, at two. 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 He's, he's at, at two. two. But he hasn't had those opportunities before because yeah. when Jamal Murray's been healthy, he hasn't been on the floor at the end of games. Just hasn't. You know, Jamal Murray's your point guard. You have size around him. Monte's not usually on the floor, but he is, and he's absolutely just stepped up to the plate, shot it with confidence every single time, and you just watch Monte Morris play, and you look at a guy who just knows that he belongs out there to close games now. You know, yeah. that he doesn't second-guess himself. He's so confident in whatever he's doing. He's got a way quicker trigger on his three this year. I feel like he's a better three-point shooter this season, but he's right at his career average. <laughs> I feel like he's really missing. Hey, but the shots are missing. tougher, you know? I mean, like, yeah. you're, getting, you're, you're more higher up on the scouting report now. Yeah. He's just stepped up big time. He, he showed me a lot this year. Um, he's been so good. You almost start to wonder. I mean, again, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, and Barton's obviously been great as a you know with that closing lineup. He was on the, you know, he's been on the court for some of these big ones. But you honestly wonder what would happen if you had Murray and Monte on the court together. Now you have two two man game players with with Denver. Like, what does that look like? That honestly might be a thing that Tim Conley and them are looking at and saying, "Hey, the reps they got." Now you have the first best in Murray and Jokic, and you also have like the fifth best closing duo in Monte and Jokic. That might be a thing that you count on down the down the line. I think they will go to it now. Um, yeah. With this year of just running everything through Jokic and everybody else just making the right play and just read and react offense, that you can take those type of chances, especially with an Aaron Gordon that can defend multiple positions. Um, Monte's been showing that he's like a, a really good defender. So I am sure that they're going to go through it at, at a lot of times, especially um, – against these type of teams, like, you know, where you can see how it looks and you can take those chances. Um, but just having that many weapons on the court at the same time and then throw in, like, hey, uh, MPJ or something like that, that like that's a lethal offense right there. I love that Monte is the 51st pick. I love it. You got a 41st pick and a 50, 51st pick. 51st pick. Man, there's only nine picks after that. Yeah, it's only nine <laughs> picks after that. You got a 41st pick and a 54th pick, and it's like one of the best closing duos, you know, in the league. I yeah. just, it's such a cool story. I love Monte. I'm so glad he's on the Nuggets. He's yeah. been, we always talk about the guys, you know, like Jokic and Murray and this and that, but like Monte is another one of these guys that have just been so fun to do every step. It would think be about it, his first year was Grand Rapids. No, it wasn't Grand Rapids. It was the Vikings. Rio Grande Valley. Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's just, it's just crazy to think we went from there and each right. step of the way, and now here we are closing games. It would just feel so weird to see him in another jersey. <laughs> oh, it would hurt. It wouldn't, that one would hurt. Out of everybody on the Nuggets, it's probably like Yoke, Jamal Murray, and then maybe Monte, like guys that you just could never envision in another jersey. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I can't envision it because I kind of feel like it will happen at some point. He's too good. And It'll he's be too a young, sad day, like it, but it would be a sad day. Hopefully, it's you know well after championship run or championships run. Um, that ends the positive portion of today. So why don't we finish with one last <laughs> thing here? And we say the party bus, guys. Don't forget March twenty sixth, the DNVR takeover. You've only got like three more days to buy tickets, guys. Uh, this is going to be a fantastic one. Send it to friends. Send it to people you know. Um, it is one hundred dollars. You get a ticket to the Nuggets game for the twenty sixth, where the Nuggets take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. You also get a ride to and from the DNVR bar on the party bus. So you come here, 
You park, you have dinner, you have some drinks, you ride the bus over, you watch the game together. By the way, these seats are all together, so you get to you'll meet who are you sitting next to. You get to talk to them. They're DNVR people. You're DNVR people. You guys make signs. You come up with chants together. Then after the Nuggets win, you hop back in the bus. You come over here, and we all have drinks together. We yep. take some shots of uh, uh, of some uh, Rakia together. That's the one. That's the one. I had a little brain fire. We have some Rakia, and uh, we all celebrate. And who knows? Maybe it'll be like it was last weekend, where people start singing and dancing uh, on the tables. You never know what's going to happen at the DNVR bar. You never know what's going to happen. Um, all right, guys, let's get into some of the negative. The guy I actually would single out here. Actually, I'm going to start with Davon Reed. This was a pump the brakes game for Davon Reed. Mm-hmm. This was a pump the brakes. Like, why hasn't he been in the rotation? Uh, how, what is wrong? Like, we're trying to figure out. Is this guy, he seems like he's the perfect shooter. He cuts. He does his role. He was screwing up defensive, easy defensive assignments tonight, and I was kind of surprised by that. Michael Malone yanked him. He did not. Re- he played. He came back into the game for like 20 seconds, but at that the very was it. End, at yeah. the very, very end. Um, he got benched. He got his opportunity tonight, and he got benched. What do you make of that? I think it just goes to show you how difficult it is to play as a starter, especially alongside Jokic. Yes. You have to make the right decisions. You have to know where you're supposed to be on both sides of the, of the floor right. every single time. So, you know, this is the difference between why a guy's not playing. I think, you know, from from the outside looking in, you could just scream all type of things. You're throwing rocks at the sun. Just saying, you know, things from the outside. But when you're in that situation, like, I know it came to him fast. Davon Reed is like, hey, there's a lot that I'm having to pick up. It's coming at me, like, way too quick. And that's why, you know, you have to, like, work your way up. You go from not playing any minutes to the second unit. Now he has to step into to the starting unit. And it's just a lot for anybody. So I don't, you know, fault Davon Reed. But also, like you said, pump the brakes where it's like, hey, there's a reason that you're not playing as many minutes. There's a reason that you have to keep working. And, you, you know, you're pretty much a rookie at this point. So those, those are growing pains. And every rookie has them. So that's how I look at this game. Yeah. It's surprising mistakes from him because you always hear about how much Michael Malone trusts Davon Reed and how he's – you know, just a solid guy who low mistake guy. And look, when you're a role player fighting for minutes and trying to make an impression, I mean, the pregame show, we were talking about how this is Davon Reed's audition right? for next season for his first actual, like real big time NBA contract. And tonight it wasn't a good audition. Like if you're a role player and you get an opportunity like this, you can't have those really loud defensive mistakes yeah. like he had. And like he had a couple tonight where the Kings got an open dunk at the rim, and there was nobody in the paint, and it was just oh, obviously out there, Davon yeah. Reed's fault. He's like, looking at him. He's like, yeah. you rotate like, you, over. You <laughs> can't have those yeah. if you're a guy who's on the fringe of a, of a rotation fighting for minutes. Two, two things on, on him here. One, I know this from experience. It's hard, obviously at lower levels, it's hard to come off the shelf and be locked in defensively because so much of it is it's like cerebral like do you know what your assignments are you locked in there but a lot of it's just reps it's just a lot of muscle memory of like hey i kind of know the actions happening over here anticipating what's happening and when you're on the shelf that anticipation becomes a lot more like cognitive as opposed to just like intrinsic and i think some of that you know just to kind of give him cut him a little bit of slack there um but two tonight he had a really tough defensive assignment he is a combo two three Maybe a little bit. He's like a two point seven, a little bit more of a of a three, maybe than a two. I don't. know. I'd say maybe more of a two. 
Like a 2.4. Maybe, maybe he is. I don't. Yeah. I mean, he's tough. He's tough. He's 6'5". He's really skinny. He just has the long wingspan. And the skinniness is the thing that stood out because tonight you had Harrison Barnes, who clearly Michael Malone was worried about. That's why he stuck Aaron Gordon on him and said, Trey Lyles, we're not worried about you. Michael Malone, Brian, not worried. <laughs> Trey Lyles, too big for him, man. A mouse in the house. He had the little little thing going tonight. Yeah. Um, And so... Cut him maybe a little bit of slack there in that he was playing a little bit out of position, this or that. But again, Trey Lyles. I mean, if you get yeah. cooked by Trey Lyles, Michael, you're ending up on Michael Malone's bench. <laughs> if you get cooked by Trey Lyles, it's a bad thing. But if you get cooked by Trey Lyles while the, you're on the Nuggets playing against him, that's that's even worse. It'd be like if Bones got cooked by Moutier and we're like, hey, he's too small. But it's like, hey, man, yeah, but it's Moutier. You got you to gotta do something. What yeah. sucked is like Trey Lyles had the only positive part of the game was against him. Right. Because yeah, he was horrible true. with every single like other piece of it. And that actually is worse for Davon because you know, when he watched film, it's gonna be like, hey, this is what you're supposed to do against mm -hmm. this guy. This is what we already know what this guy is. He's never supposed to do what he did to you, and he's not doing that on anyone else. So um Davon just has a lot that he has to just keep on yeah. uh, going with. And like you said, I think it's a lot of just internal um things that are just not clicking, but with more time, um, with more opportunity, he is going to, like, step up. Yeah. Um, adjacent to that point, Michael Malone got a tech again today. And this is the second time in three games he's gotten a tech. And these are not the techs that we talked about. These are, these are like he's lost his cool. And these techs, by the way, they're meaningful. This was a six-point win. This, honestly, even with how bad Denver played, the players played, this still should have been a 12-point win. But you give up all those points on Tex and all that momentum and this or that, yeah. and it kills you. And here's the thing. I think Michael Malone is sort of fraying here. And I don't know what... I think maybe he's also fatigued. He talked about the All-Star break. We're all sick of each other. I think there's some mental fatigue with him. Maybe there's also a little... DeMarcus Cousins, since his arrival, Malone's fuse has been short. I almost feel like... Boogies, text They're morphing into one person. Yeah, like I'm saying there's this thing where he's almost like he's like He's taking into on DeMarcus Cousins' demeanor. Rather than DeMarcus Cousins taking on the team's demeanor. And you're sitting here and you're like, well, Boogie keeps getting text every game and and losing or or at least like storming off and stomping his feet. And Malone's getting text now. I don't know. I, I honestly think it's a small thing because it's a little sample size. I think Malone's out of pocket. I think he's got to rein himself in. I agree. I agree. And I can't think of another reason it would be other than the Cousins thing or just because we're at that time in the season. Nuggets have won 10 of 11. They've won 10 of 11. <laughs> They've won 12 he, of 14. He's getting texts. I know. He can't calm himself down. He's as pissed as he's been all season. So and they've won 10 of 11. <laughs> They're the hottest team in the NBA. Yo, yo, this they is have the a top 10 take. offense and defense for the first time all season. Unbelievable. And he's livid. He can't control himself. Deb, are you with us? No. Really? <gasps> no. Because I want to I, I want to know if it's purpose, like if he's doing it on purpose. Like oh, if he, the New Orleans, what he admitted was it. He's like, I lost my cool. See, that's no good. But <laughs> because like, really, though, even if you do want to put it on the Cousins thing, like Cousins brings like that tough man mentality where I know that Malone wants to bring to his guys, where he wants them to be fired up and amped up. Um, and to just play with a, a type of edge, of edge. And he's been saying that for years, and they've never had that. So now that they have a guy that's not afraid to go get a tech, that's not afraid to, you know, defend himself. <laughs> he's definitely not afraid. <laughs> I feel like definitely maybe, not afraid. maybe that's where he's saying, like, because right. he, doesn't, he doesn't scream at him when he does it. He, like, he'll bring it up or something, but it's just like, 
we're going to back our guys. And, like, he's now having that. Like, we just talked about Aaron Gordon just said, yeah. I'm going to pay the fine for him. So, like, now guys are, like, okay with it. So, I'm like, maybe he wants guys to just, like, fight for things that they want, that he's starting to do it to just prove, I'm okay if you guys, you know, want to play with some type of, you know, characteristic. If you want to have that type of anger, play with it. Because I feel like you can, like, um, you know, win over with emotion, even though it's at little times. He's just too okay with it for him to just not want it to be purposeful. Interesting. I, I, I mean, we'll kind of have to see how this plays out. I just feel like Malone has lost his cool just a little bit too much. But, you know, maybe that fire, He's, it does. Another angle to take of this, though, is, look, they have been winning. It's not because of him. And mm -hmm. they, that New Orleans game, they won in spite of all those techs. Not yeah. because of those It techs. almost lost them the game, though. I mean, that it could have been a turning point in, in the other direction. You could honestly say maybe it won them the game because Adelman put Yoke in with 10 and a half minutes to go. And I don't know that Malone would have done that. So I don't know. But it's just something to monitor. Like, I just want to see. We're, we're so close to the finish line, and there's so many things that have to happen that I feel like the Nuggets just need to kind of, like, calm just chill here like just there's work to be done before the ten intensity yeah. rackets up and ratchets it up and we'll see what happens um is there anybody zeke naji we should talk about tonight he did to my surprise he got 20 minutes tonight he was the guy who replaced davon reed and he replaced him out of position and he came he had some very good defensive plays like he did not offensively he was a zero like literally had zero points well he was playing on. out of position the whole night which was tough absolutely oh for one one rebound but he had four steals tonight. He was a plus six, which is a team high. And he just made some some very good, like, he was a guy you could stick out there to not make defense. It, it's meaningful to me that Davon Reed was more in position, but missing up defensive assignments. And Zeke was out of position, yeah. but was making the, the right defensive plays. I think uh, what's more meaningful for me is the fact that he played 20 minutes in yep. the game. So, like, you know, he played more than all of the backup unit. Um, and it just showed that even though he was on the shelf for so long, He's still part of that rotation. He's still a guy that they believe in, and he was playing so good before he got hurt that he's still being rewarded for that. Like, you know, hey, get back into playing shape. You're going to be right back in the rotation where you're supposed to be. Um, just keep bringing that same energy. Still attack the board. Shoot the open shot if you have it. Like, you know, Zeke Najee's not a player that he has to be at his, like, peak physical level, like where, you know, he's not – dunking on guys or he's not you know using his speed for everything he's he's a cerebral play, player he's also a guy that just knows where to be at all times so he's still going to do those type of things this was not like a great game for him but he still did the things that we wanted Zeke Najee to do and that's grab every yeah. single rebound and give some minutes off of the bench this time it was out of position but that's still a guy you could go to at those times. Yeah. At the end, it was a good game for him, but throughout it felt really weird because he was playing the three on the bench, and he's definitely not a three. I mean, defensively, he can guard some threes, but you saw tonight, like, he's trying to run a dribble handoff with somebody and just can't really dribble. You know, he just doesn't have the skills to play small forward. Um, so he was out of position on offense, and, I mean, he only had one rebound in 20 minutes, but that's because he was on the perimeter for, like, the entire game tonight. And then we were watching uh, this game coming down the fourth quarter, and Davon Reed obviously wasn't going to be the choice, and we were like, who is Malone going to choose? And you go down the list, and Denver was so shorthanded tonight, usually that probably would have been Will Barton, but Zeke Najee was really the only choice. Right. It was Zeke. Or it was Bryn Forbes. You know, you're not going to have him out there defensively at the end of the game. So Zeke was really like maybe the the final choice that Malone could go to. But 
he held it together in the end. It wasn't always pretty during the game, but in the end, you come out of it and you say, okay, this was a successful Zeke night. Yeah. Uh, why don't we hit our final break? On the other side, we have a super chat. We have an important around the association to get to, and then Brendan Vote will be joining us just momentarily. I know he's talking to Yoke now, so he should be wrapped up by the time this break ends. Oh, we love these guys. Ivaca TV. Oh, I love them. We've had so many people jump on board with oh, Ivaca TV. And if you sign up, tweet at us, let us know. We'll we'll give you a shout out. We'll give you some love. But definitely tweet at us, let us know. Ivaca TV. They have Altitude Sports. They have a bunch of other national channels as well. Available in Denver, Colorado Springs, Phoenix, Boise, Twin Falls, Idaho, too. Go to Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. It's $25 per month. Plus a receiver, no contracts, no hidden fees. Your price is locked in for two years. So they can't jack up that price for you. $25 a month. You get Altitude, you get Nuggets games, Avs games. You get a bunch of other national channels as well. It's an awesome deal. It really is. Evaca.tv slash DNVR uh, gets it up with these guys today. Also at DraftKings Sportsbook this week. Let's see what we got, guys. Let's see what we got. Are you ready to feel the excitement of the conference championships like never before? Uh, turn your team's victory into your own big win with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win. You're going to get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If you're in Illinois, we have some bigger news for you. Mobile Ooh. registration is back. Right now, you can sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook simply by downloading the app right now to your phone so if you're in illinois uh, check that out if sportsbook isn't available in your state yet you can still join the action with DraftKings pools those are super fun as well everyone can play free all marsh long for a shot at over 250 dollars in prizes as well uh, so download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use promo code dnvr bet five dollars on any college hoops team to win and get 200 dollars in free bets if they do if they win, you win with promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. You know, I'm, I think I'm going to bet on... I think I might bet on uh, CSU tomorrow. Our guy, my David guy, Roddy? Dave, my guy, David yeah, Roddy. I, 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 I know guy. I went to see you. I'm supposed to hate CSU, hey, but man. David Roddy is the real deal. He's I love so that dope, guy, man. man. I love that guy, too. I can't wait. Um, all right. Back here, final segment. We do have some super chats to get to. What do we got? Trent says, Jokic is averaging 39-15-10, triple-double shooting, 69% the last three games. Only Wilt, Elgin Baylor, Oscar Rob uh, Robertson, and Jokic have averaged a 35-point triple-double over three games in NBA history. That's a murderer's row right there. Wilt, Elgin Baylor, Oscar Robertson, and Jokic. What's crazy is all three of those guys played in an era when everybody played 45 minutes and they played uh, 30, 40 more positions per, possessions per game. <laughs> yeah, I so, mean, one of those guys, Wilt, like, just got whatever stat he was trying to that, <laughs> that night. Oscar Robertson played when, yeah, there were like 200 possessions. This is the dumbest thing. I wish we could transport Yoke back to 1962. Yeah, and Do you think see he him could... go up against Wilt. I just want to see a Jokic Wilt battle. It'd be the greatest. Yoke would have like a a forty 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 line, and everybody's <laughs> like, "What the hell? What, what happened? Is what is this? This is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen." He'd just be standing at the nail, and people would just be like cutting off of him, like in those old videos. <laughs> I love it, man. These Yoke stats are hilarious. Like all these, like 
You know, they just have every single game. There's like a new one. It's, pr it's pretty hilarious. All right. What else do we have? Super chat wise. Uh, we've got Gentleman's Munder. Go Nuggets. Oh, no. Was it a Gentleman's Munder? Yes. Oh, yeah, it was a Gentleman's Munder. Gentleman's Munder. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Nuggets, what happened to you? Come on. That first quarter. You also, so the Nuggets also tonight had a chance to pass the 76ers in defensive rating and did not do it. They didn't do it? No. Oh, oh that's a Not killer. quite good enough. Not quite good enough. Now they have the Warriors. They're definitely yeah. almost yeah, They definitely. had their shot. They're going to pass them against the Sixers. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> That's Just end the season, bring out the, uh, <laughs> what's the MVP trophy named? Uh, the, the Kia. David Russell. Isn't it the, the, Kia, the Kia? The Kia MVP. <laughs> the Clorox. The Clorox Bill Russell MVP. Get the representative from Kia <laughs> to Philly. Uh, have the trophy presentation after the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we got? If a few more shots go down, Jokic gets his triple-double. Imagine the pressure. Taking shots, knowing Yoko's triple double rest in the balance. Man, I'll bet you there's something to it. Honestly, some of these dudes probably are afraid to screw up. Like, oh man, Austin they probably Rivers don't think about it. They two of eight just, like, tonight. Just shoot it. Just shoot it. <laughs> you think? Austin Rivers thinks about it a little too much sometimes. <laughs> hey man, he hit the big one. All right, we got one last one. Mark says Jokic, McKinnon, now Wilson. Wow, MVPs abound. It's so true, man. People don't roll like man. Russell Wilson. We haven't talked about that here. Russell Wilson. This city buzzing. DNVR buzzing. We got to go public. Definitely People buzzing. can buy stock. Oh, man. Tell everybody like, right be... now. It's just, it's just the flashing yeah. lights here, man. Russell Wilson. Look, the Broncos. We all love the Broncos. We all love the Broncos. Here. Yeah, we do. And I'm just saying. The, they have been so boring to watch. Hey, hey man. They have been <laughs> so boring. I could get and, behind that. And finally, we are not boring again. This city is about to have three very good teams plus a great party deck. I can't wait for it. Very, very excited. Um, should we go? Maybe oh. we should have a parade for all three teams in the same year. <laughs> so dumb. We can get somebody to play a concert. LeBron really said they should have a, a, a parade for a championship two seasons Yeah, we could get uh, Nathaniel Raycliffe out Ray there. Raycliffe? Come on, Raycliffe. What are we doing here? You're making <laughs> Nathaniel me mad. We got to get that guy on the Lift. show. If anybody knows Nathaniel Raycliffe, tell him to come on the show. I got to play reach the out. concert. I got to put Parker on that. I'll bet you Parker's a homie, man. Parker, you guys don't know our sales guy, Parker. He's a, he's a beast. Yeah, he's on um, my ass right now. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Clippers, 115-109. They beat the, wiz the Wizards. The Wizards are struggling. They're 29 and 35. They've kind of fallen off a cliff. Poor Did you see that rumor that Brad Beal wants to go to Philly? Do you see that? What? Yeah. Man. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sick. Why'd you just ruin around the association? We were having a good time over here. Know. You said the Wizards. Why would you want to be around anyway? That wouldn't even work. I would, uh, actually, I want them to do that. Man. Uh, and eventually it will just be Bradley Beal left in Philadelphia. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> would trick him. And Bede will go to like the Lakers. Harden will go to Miami. How many, and guys, they just need, be how many guys they need to beat Yoke? How many that's, guys they need? That's man, a great that's question. Crazy. Uh, the Jazz, 123 over the Trailblazers, 123-85. This is the most ridiculous game. Here's what happened to the Trailblazers tonight. They scored 15 points in the first quarter. They scored 20 points in the second and 15 in the third. Oh, they scored pathetic. 36 points in the fourth quarter to raise their total to <gasps> 85. Hold on real fast. What was the fight? Josh Hart was a minus 51. A minus 51. Oh, my Holy. God. But nobody else was close. <laughs> you think it was all him? He yeah. just said he was blown Jamie <laughs> Lillard's awesome. like, you want to put this guy around me yeah, next year? This is real? 
Man. I mean, all you have to know about the Blazers in 26 is minutes. they're playing wow. Kelgen Blevins 21 minutes, who's only on the team because he's Damian Lillard's cousin. Chauncey didn't That's all you chance, have to know. Man, this year he did not stand a chance. <laughs> a uh, the Raptors beat the Spurs 119-104. That game's not that interesting. Uh, but here's the big one: the Knicks, the <laughs> New York Knicks. We love the Knicks. They beat the Mavericks tonight, 107-77 in Dallas. Let's go in Dallas. Uh, I don't know what happened here. Luca had 31-6-4, but my God, that's a terrible performance for for uh, the Dallas Mavericks. The Nuggets now tie them uh, in the standings, and more importantly, my buddy Kirk Henderson, aka the Iceman, had Mark Cuban on his show, and that's they immediately probably. lose by 40. That's awesome. Those that can't connected? be a coincidence. Cannot be a coincidence. All I've been hearing about is this vaunted Mavs defense, and they give up 107 to the Knicks. To Look, the 107, Knicks. not that bad in today's NBA. It's not great, but it's not that bad. But 77 points, what happened? Oh, 107 to the Knicks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, were t- you're That's back bad. on the Knicks. The Knicks are bad. They are very bad. Um, <laughs> with the loss, though, doesn't that move uh, the Nuggets into tie-in with, yeah. with them for Dallas the Dallas has a tiebreaker. They have the tiebreaker, right? and yeah. I, I'm telling you, Denver, I don't think Denver wants that. But they do what they do want is control control but also like you're sitting here looking at minnesota who just won't lose right now they refuse to lose and you think it gives you another team that maybe could be the seven seed beside you so maybe minnesota does pass dallas but denver stays in the playoffs um it it gives you one more out there Mm -hmm. um so something to kind of monitor none of these teams were losing like both all nuggets mavs uh, and the Wolves all were winning, the winningest teams in the NBA. So now the Mavs finally dropped. Uh, the Pelicans are sliding. They don't have Brandon Ingram. Sad. The Magic beat him. Brandon Oof. Ingram. I man. Somehow the Pelicans are terrible, except for when Brandon Ingram's there, and then they're awesome. It's really. It's, it, he he maybe is an MVP. He's really good. Um, the Timberwolves won one thirty-two to one hundred two. Might be in the conversation. In the conversation, at least. Right? Old friend Malik Beasley went for thirty-three points tonight, so he balled out in a win over the Thunder. The ro- oh, oh, I'm guys, just saying that he like broke like the single season record for them. Yeah. Oh man. So my buddy David Naylor posted this because we were talking about the Will Barton is the record for threes. He posted the leaderboard for three pointers made for the Timberwolves. You should pull it up. You should Google the top three point made. For the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. The funniest list you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> the funniest list. You'll be like, what? Is uh, my guy Jake Lehman on there? He might be. He's like fourth or something. It's like crazy. This list is <laughs> the funniest. It's the funniest list you could ever imagine. Uh, He's uh, still toiling around the Bucks, in Minnesota. 124-115. They beat the Hawks. Uh, the Suns beat the Heat 111-90. Hey, impressive win there, Phoenix Suns. On the road, you finally, <laughs> got, a, an impressive you win. finally got a quality win without Chris Paul. Ricky Not- Rubio's ninth. Ricky Rubio's not a yeah, noted, wow. noted three-point shooter, Ricky Rubio. Who's, who's the top? Give us the top it's three. It's Cat, and then Andrew Wiggins is second. Andrew Wiggins, too? The game three? has changed. Anthony Peeler. Anthony Peeler. Wolves legend. Wow. Kevin Love at four with okay. 440. Malik Beasley's fifth. Hey, man, Malik Beasley's going to be the <laughs> leading. He's going to like get it. The Nuggets are going to have two leadings uh, in the division. That's insane. He's also off the bench. <laughs> he's also off the bench. And he's only been there for like two years. He was in prison for part <laughs> of it. He was in prison yeah. for part of yeah, He's barely, he's had a cup of coffee there. Um, the Bulls beat the Timberwolves or beat the Pistons. They were on a nice little slide there. So thank God, the first win in the CHGO Bulls era. Wow. I was starting to sweat. <laughs> I was getting a little worried here. <laughs> and there was a come from behind win to beat the Pistons. Like that's scary. The Celtics continue to roll. They beat the Hornets one fifteen one hundred one. Jason Tatum. I'm looking at the right list, right? I didn't Forty-four make points. Yeah, this segment's less fun for me these Dude, days. Dude, he's rolling. He's, right he now. looks really good, and I will comp to that. But he's listen. averaging like forty in the last like yeah. He's putting up yoke numbers from the. He scoring. looks really good. I've already seen someone say they'd take him over Jokic to start their <laughs> franchise. So. Oh, I love it. Well, that. Uh, or would you, you take Brad there, Stevens though? though? Would yeah. you take Stevens? 
Yeah. And then, guys, I saved the best for last. LeBron James, who rested last game, he returned to the lineup tonight. Why? Because it was an easy gimme. The Houston Rockets, guys, they're terrible. They're trying to lose. The Houston Rockets are trying to lose. <coughs> I mean, so, we just watched the Houston Rockets we just play watched a the game Houston of Rockets. basketball. Not a real basketball team. Did they win, though? Oh, my God. I'm looking at the score. I don't believe my eyes. They gave up 139 points <laughs> and lost. The Lakers lose 130-139. The Lakers, I'm telling you, man. Like, I almost to God, I swear to God, I never thought, I almost feel bad for them. I almost feel bad. After the game, Jalen Green almost. said, our game plan was to, t- to, to get <laughs> Carmelo Anthony on an island and attack him one-on-one. Like, of course. These rookies don't know better, man. He's disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. That's he didn't Tri- even <laughs> have to say that. He, meant really. that as a, he just meant it as a matter of fact. But he didn't have to say it. Like, it wasn't like they asked him, like, hey, what was the game plan? Let's just attack him the entire time. He could have said mismatches and try to create yeah. it, blah, blah, blah. He made sure that it was known. And also for Number the guy seven. that scored 30 to be the one that answers that and, and talks about it, just horrible. Dude. LeBron was horrible in the game. He was a minus 17 in a close game. Nobody's going to talk about Westbrook having a pretty good game because they just want to wow, attack Dev him. Wow, Dev taking up the mantle. Westbrook will probably talk about oh, it. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not really caping. I, I'm just saying right, other right. people should also say why they suck. There's there's a you're one right specific person in town. I'm not going to say it is. I'm not trying to start a fight here. But one person in town that every time Melo has like 12, 15 points in Sports Center will tweet out him hitting a three. He'll be like, people told me he couldn't help Denver. And it's like, yes, that's correct. He can't help Denver. <laughs> I agree. You should start <laughs> saying these people's names, by the way. I can't, My so personal belief. You think we should start calling people out? I think if we are calling people out, we should put their names on I'm it not, and our I'm, name on Nobody knows who I'm talking about. Fair, all right, fair nobody enough. Nobody knows who I'm talking about. There's a person and he says Do you guys this. want the notes? I'm so jet-lagged, dude. I'm four hours ahead. Can I give you some My, my final note on the Lakers, I saw somebody tweet, um, I can't believe these guys are on national TV this amount of times the rest of the season. Like, get these guys off national TV. They got to flex them out. They got to flex. Nobody cares anymore, man. Um, I will gladly <laughs> watch the Los Angeles I Lakers like every single like night of the week. Oh Keep God. them on national TV. Flex them onto more national TV <laughs> games. I will watch the Lakers train wreck every single night. I would love that. I, I love it. At one point, I saw someone tweet, guys, at one point in the season, the Lakers were plus 1,400 to miss the playoffs. They might miss the playoffs. Yo, David Locke you. probably made that bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Michael Malone, uh, joking about Monte Morris was the first question about how well he's playing. And he said, it's funny, you know, we came over to shoot this morning. I checked in with Monte, said, how are you doing? And he said, man, I just got to make my shots. And I, he said, Monte, do you realize how well you're playing? He's been making shots, Malone said. Monte's efficiency has just been off the charts. And he talked about the game winner, how well he's played in clutch time. And then he said, fellas, we used to have Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. And obviously Monte is his own player. But him and Nikola have that. Him and Nikola have that same kind of impact, um, which is high praise. And listen, it's getting to that point, right? And as Malone pointed out, Morris in this situation can't just dump the ball to Jokic over and over again, right? He has to be willing to drive. Has to be willing to pull up from mid range. Keep the defense honest. And defenses are more than honest now, guys. They're actually. You talked about this, right? They're trying to get more length on Monte. We'll talk about that more in a second. Uh, more from Malone, though. He said, I asked the guys, what's our record in our last 13? And no one knew we were 11-2. and two. And he said, that's not a lack of focus. These guys are just out there hooping. And he says, I, these guys know what time it is. 
Oh, God, I love that one. We know what time it is. Let's go, baby. We know what time it is. 17 games left. I told her what time it was. So, yeah, Malone was in a really good mood, and he had a lot of praise just for the way that they've played over this stretch. Look, and I mean, I'll say this. These aren't Malone's words. It hasn't always been pretty, but how many times can we say it? The name of the game is picking up wins. That's what they're doing, fellas. We also spoke with Monte Morris, who was asked about the, the clutch time growth. And he said, I think I've just been in a lot of situations like that. I'm growing. About the, the little run the Kings went on, he said, at the end of the day, it's the NBA. Guys do make runs. Um, these are the best athletes in the world. It's, that's not a big deal. It's about how you respond to them, and we responded tonight. On Jokic, he said, I think our chemistry is really good off the court. Our friendship has grown, and now it's translating on the court. Love that. I love that because I don't think that's something we would think of, right? Mon- what do you think they would do off the I, court? I want Monte and Yoke to be friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just for my own like fan fiction over here. And then another better quote on this. Do you think Monte's ridden a horse before? He's that, not going anywhere near a horse. Why do you say that? <laughs> I don't know. He's got to make the Gary Harris trip to Serbia, though, right? He's got uh, to. He's got come to on. That you've got to do it. Come with us, yeah, Monte. Gary earns so many points You think Monte that. wants to come with us to Serbia? Probably not with us, but no. come with us. He might go. He'll meet us He there. probably stays in nice He's not going to take the same airline as us. Definitely stays in. Yeah, he's going to be in Monte first also class. said, guys, on, on he and Jokic's chemistry, we talk on the court through our eyes. We got it down pat. Um, can you, oh, can you do that? Do we have that chemistry? I don't think Try so. It. Try it. What do you think I'm thinking? I don't what know. do you think I'm saying? No, close in here. Look pick at, and look roll. In here. I'm pick and roll. I'm serious. I, DHL. I don't like this. What do you think I'm saying? I don't do you think know. I'm say? I don't feel comfortable. Oh, I actually think I do that. Cut. That? Back door. I don't know if I can say it on the air. <laughs> no. I, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> dribble handoff. One more. Dribble one more. Run horns. Uh, light shade. Promo code DNVR. Uh, Monte also had one more fan service quote for Adam. It's a fun thing when the ball is popping and we just laughing. He didn't say that, did he? Court. I swear to God, he did. You guys, um, can I have, can I, Conspiracy Corner, Kale? Can we have Conspiracy Corner <laughs> let's here? Go. Let's I don't get care into if you're it. tired. Let's I don't care if you're tired. I don't care if you're tired. Yoke was go. tired. You know what he did tonight? He got it <laughs> through it. Conspiracy <laughs> Corner. What did we talk about last show? What did we say we hadn't seen for a while? Actually, it's just me and you, Dev. Yeah, it was just we you. We said too. we hadn't seen a Sambor shuffle. What did we see tonight? An attempt at a an attempt shuffle. at a sombre shuffle. Now it missed. Okay, he's shooting like ten percent on we those. Get this year. Monte, but that's progress. We get Monte saying balls popping tonight. I'm telling you, the Nuggets with this with their post game ritual. They all go home and watch the DNBA show. <laughs> the, all of them: Jokic, Monte, Michael Malone. I mean, we know at least yeah. one guy does. Shout out, friend of the show. <laughs> Shout out, best friend. of By the, the show. By the way, another chapter in uh, Monte Morris knows everyone um, on playing against Davion <laughs> Mitchell. This. Love this chapter. <laughs> yeah, this on playing good. against Davion Mitchell, he said, yeah, I mean, we talk a lot. He's a Big 12 guy. <laughs> I always got love for Big 12 guys, yep. especially smaller guard, ga- yep. guards like oh, myself. Yeah. Of course. His future bright. Yep. Small, how many I mean, guys, sm- smaller guard, Big 12 conference, like, come on. <laughs> how many guys has Monte said, yeah, we talk a lot about? Honestly, he talks to everybody. He's got everyone just, in the league. Just nonstop touch, make, making sure he's got touch points to every person yeah, he's ever he's met just, in his life. When he's not playing, he's just networking. Just uh, constantly Monte's networking. Monte's never texted me. <laughs> He said Jokic is the MVP. That's that's a no-brainer. He was asked to talk to if he were to guard Jokic, what would he do? And he said, well, I can't leak that. But I do ask guys on other teams, because, again, guys, he knows everyone. Um, what do you guys say in the locker room when you're trying to figure out how to game plan for Jokic? And they always say, we don't really say nothing. We just try to double-team him. And Monte said, that ain't working, man. <laughs> uh, and then on... 
if he's noticing a change on how teams are approaching him at this point while sharing the floor with Jokic in those crunch time moments, you know, they teams used to go under on Monte a lot. Can't really do that so much. He said, well, a lot of teams are trying to put more length on me. They're trying to stop both of us now. If they have to switch it, they want more length. Um, and we noticed that tonight, and I think it's an interesting point. And look, Morris really has gone from just keep his head above water in this role to being uh, to excelling in this role, right? Monte's uh, very online right now. FYI, nice. Hell yeah. we should drop him the Hell link. Yeah. Yeah, him. <laughs> hey, boom! Oh man, yeah, um, Monte, come on the show. Nikola Jokic, he played well tonight. He said he doesn't have any bad words to say about Monte Morris. He never asked to yell at him. He said, "I love playing with him. He doesn't oh. have an ego. He's going to do whatever to win the game." I respect that. Oh, my God. I don't think I can ever remember a bad Jokic body language moment with Monte. You're right. There are guys, you can remember yeah, them yeah. with almost everybody yeah. else, I'm he pretty sure. Not with Monte, though. Um, and then he also he was asked about the eyes thing. And I can't. There, there are no words to transcribe. Jokic just kind of made some weird faces and weird eyes for a little bit. He was on one. Um, about how the team's playing lately, he said, we are playing good. I think the assist numbers have been really high. Maybe not today. We missed our threes, but we provided good ones, not bad ones. And you can't really be too mad about providing good looks. Sometimes it's not your day. Um, I always love when people ask Jokic to take us through this. And tonight's example is take us through that move. Oh, I love it. Oh, um, yeah. I can't the, wait. The spin. He's going to the worst description. Let me hear it. Yeah, I didn't know. Um... I think first I went left, or did yep. I go right? No, I went left, or maybe it was right. It was a crossover. No, it wasn't a crossover. Oh, this is great. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't know. I just spun seven times. <laughs> it, it just happened to be a good move. It Dude. just happened to be. It a reminded move. me of that double behind the back he had against the Kings two years ago. Oh, that's remember a great that one? one? Oh yeah, coming right up the yeah. middle of the floor. Yeah. Swipe a fox. Stop no yeah. swiping. Mm. Um, yeah, Jokic. Jokic was hilarious tonight, and he's just so out of his element when asked to talk about his bag or just take us through a play. And I always joke about that, but I wanted to take this actual note down. I think there is something enlightening in that. And it's Jokic, I think we always say he's like a computer, and it's true because he understands coverages and he's got that photographic memory. But it is so much like intuition and feel, right? And when he's asked to describe these things, the best he has for us is, I don't know, it just happened. Nope. And I do, there, there's just a, a savant, like, in the moment thing that he's got that's just so, I mean, I think all, all, a lot of the best guys have had that, and one in particular is Larry Bird, who he all reminds us of. Anyway, I digress. Um, on him being aggressive tonight, was that his idea? Was that Malone's idea? You know, it says, I don't know. It just happened like that. Sometimes I score, sometimes I don't. It just happened, to be honest. I don't know the right answer for that. Love so that's it. another example of what I'm talking his about. His wisdom, yeah, for sure. Um, and there you go. The, ever the philosopher, Nikola Jokic, also um, the best player on the planet right now. And that was it, guys. Love it. The ever articulate Nikola Jokic. He's great. He really he is really great. He really is man. great. What was your favorite of the three games, the previous three games? <laughs> New Orleans. But uh, my favorite is that we can say that. Like, he just yeah. didn't, di you know? And if guys hit their shots tonight, it's another ridiculous triple-double. And... I'm sure Wind will probably do it if he hasn't already, but whatever the numbers are in the last three games alone, I mean, come on, man. How many how many guys have put three games together like that? 116 points, 45 rebounds, 31 assists. My God. 39, 15, 10 would be the average. 
and yeah. the field and the, the the efficiencies through the roof. Sixty, def- yeah, defensively too. Like in a lot of these games, Yo, been crunch time defense. We didn't actually mention this, but he came up with two steals Dude. in the clutch that were like really big. He came up with those two steals, and also I think it was in the third quarter he had two defensive plays at the rim, yeah. like a block. One, I don't think he got credit for it though, but yeah. one was almost a block, and then he had another denial at the rim. I mean, in the he, unironically, right? One of the best crunch time defenders in the league, and and it's crazy, but we're not surprised. We've seen it so many times, and it's been a big. It's part of why I love that New Orleans game so much, as he was so good on that end as well. And then finally, guys, I know it was really clumsy. I'll come to the b- defense of the bench a little bit. They did their job tonight. They finished in the positive. That run stunk, um, but. Like they they grinded it out defensively, and their job is to be less bad than other bad benches. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished tonight, uh, indeed. Well, the squad slowly coming back together. Hopefully, yeah. the Nugget squad slowly coming back together as well. Um, and we are on a little bit of a streak. Jokic on a heater. What will he do next? We're gonna find out tomorrow. That's the beauty of it. As they you don't take know. On the Golden State Warriors, he we can don't literally know. do anything, <laughs> man. That's the beauty of it. At this very wait. moment, I could believe anything. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he plays first of all. But uh, we'll find out that tomorrow. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Don't forget hit the like button before you get out of here. Let's get those likes up so everybody can discover this great community, this great show. Join you guys in the chat and have a good time. And don't forget March 26th pa- pa- uh, party bus. You only got three more days. Three more days to sign up for this. You're not gonna want to miss out on it. Come hang out with us. Good night, everybody. Good night.